Good morning and welcome to Meditating the Word. Today is a big day. I started this podcast two years ago today. It has already been through some changes and I missed 30-ish days in the past two years. And the format will change again in 2024. I'm not sure exactly where God will take me, but I'm committed to continuing the podcast as long as He tells me to keep going. This year, we're reading through the Bible, from Genesis to Revelation. If you've ever struggled to read through the Bible, I have great news for you. All it takes is about 20 minutes a day to read through the entire Bible in a year. I'm Cherie, your guide and fellow traveler on this journey. I'm so glad you're here. This is day 284. Today we are reading Matthew 9 and Luke 7 from the World English Bible. Ready to hear what God has for us today? Let's dive in. The Good News or Gospel According to Matthew Chapter 9 He entered into a boat and crossed over and came into his own city, Behold, they brought to him a man who was paralyzed, lying on a bed. Jesus, seeing their faith, said to the paralytic, Son, cheer up, your sins are forgiven you. Behold, some of the scribes said to themselves, This man blasphemes. Jesus, knowing their thoughts, said, Why do you think evil in your hearts? For which is easier to say, Your sins are forgiven? or to say, Get up and walk, but that you may know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins. Then he said to the paralytic, Get up, take up your mat, and go to your house. He arose and departed to his house, but when the multitude saw it, they marveled and glorified God, who had given such authority to man. As Jesus passed by from there, he saw a man called Matthew sitting at the tax collection office. He said to him, Follow me. He got up and followed him. As he sat in the house, behold, many tax collectors and sinners came and sat down with Jesus and his disciples. When the Pharisees saw it, they said to his disciples, Why does your teacher eat with the tax collectors and sinners? When Jesus heard it, he said to them, Those who are healthy have no need for a physician, but those who are sick do. But you go and learn what this means. I desire mercy and not sacrifice, for I came not to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. Then John's disciples came to him, saying, Why do we and the Pharisees fast often, but your disciples don't fast? Jesus said to them, Can the friends of the bridegroom mourn as long as the bridegroom is with them? But the days will come when the bridegroom will be taken away from them, and then they will fast. No one puts a piece of unshrunk cloth on an old garment, for the patch would tear away from the garment, and a worse hole is made. Neither do people put new wine into old wineskins, or else the skins would burst, and the wine be spilled, and the skins ruined. 
No, they put new wine into fresh wineskins, and both are preserved. While he told these things to them, behold, a ruler came and worshipped him, saying, My daughter has just died, but come, lay your hand on her, and she will live. Jesus got up and followed him, as did his disciples. Behold, a woman who had a discharge of blood for twelve years came behind him and touched the fringe of his garment. For she said within herself, If I just touch his garment, I will be made well. But Jesus, turning around and seeing her, said, Daughter, cheer up, your faith has made you well. And the woman was made well from that hour. When Jesus came into the ruler's house and saw flute players and the crowd in noisy disorder, he said to them, Make room, because the girl isn't dead, but sleeping. They were ridiculing him, but when the crowd was sent out, he entered in, took her by the hand, and the girl arose. The report of this went out into all that land. As Jesus passed by from there, two blind men followed him, calling out and saying, Have mercy on us, son of David. When he had come into the house, the blind men came to him. Jesus said to them, Do you believe that I am able to do this? They told him, Yes, Lord. Then he touched their eyes, saying, According to your faith, be it done to you. Then their eyes were opened. Jesus strictly commanded them, saying, See that no one knows about this. But they went out and spread abroad his fame in all that land. As they went out, behold, a mute man who was demon-possessed was brought to him. When the demon was cast out, the mute man spoke. The multitudes marveled, saying, Nothing like this has ever been seen in Israel. But the Pharisees said, By the prince of the demons he casts out demons. Jesus went about all the cities and villages, teaching in their synagogues and preaching the good news of the kingdom, and healing every disease and every sickness among the people. But when he saw the multitudes, he was moved with compassion for them, because they were harassed and scattered like sheep without a shepherd. Then he said to his disciples, The harvest indeed is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Pray therefore that the Lord of the harvest will send out laborers into his harvest. The Good News or Gospel According to Luke Chapter 7 After he had finished speaking in the hearing of the people, he entered into Capernaum. A certain centurion's servant, who was dear to him, was sick and at the point of death. When he heard about Jesus, he sent to him elders of the Jews, asking him to come and save his servant. When they came to Jesus, they begged him earnestly, saying, He is worthy for you to do this for him, for he loves our nation, and he built our synagogue for us. Jesus went with them. When he was now not far from the house, the centurion sent friends to him, saying to him, Lord, don't trouble yourself, for I am not worthy for you to come under my roof. 
Therefore, I didn't even think myself worthy to come to you, but say the word, and my servant will be healed. For I also am a man placed under authority, having under myself soldiers. I tell this one, go, and he goes, and to another, come, and he comes, and to my servant, do this, and he does it. When Jesus heard these things, he marveled at him, and turned and said to the multitude who followed him, I tell you, I have not found such great faith, no, not in Israel. Those who were sent, returning to the house, found that the servant who had been sick was well. Soon afterwards, he went to a city called Nain. Many of his disciples, along with the great multitude, went with him. Now when he came near to the gate of the city, behold, one who was dead was carried out, the only born son of his mother, and she was a widow. Many people of the city were with her. When the Lord saw her, he had compassion on her and said to her, Don't cry. He came near and touched the coffin, and the bearers stood still. He said, Young man, I tell you, arise. He who was dead sat up and began to speak. Then they gave him to his mother. Fear took hold of all, and they glorified God, saying, A great prophet has arisen among us, and God has visited his people. This report went out concerning him in the whole of Judea and in all the surrounding region. The disciples of John told him about all these things, John, calling to himself two of his disciples, sent them to Jesus, saying, Are you the one who is coming, or should we look for another? When the men had come to him, they said, John the baptizer has sent us to you, saying, Are you he who comes, or should we look for another? In that hour he cured many of diseases and plagues and evil spirits, and to many who were blind, he gave sight. Jesus answered them, Go and tell John the things which you have seen and heard, that the blind receive their sight, the lame walk, the lepers are cleansed, the deaf hear, the dead are raised, and the poor have good news preached to them. Blessed is he who finds no occasion for stumbling in me. When John's messengers had departed, he began to tell the multitudes about John. What did you go out into the wilderness to see? A reed shaken by the wind? But what did you go out to see? A man clothed in soft clothing? Behold, those who are gorgeously dressed and live delicately are in the king's courts. But what did you go out to see? A prophet? Yes, I tell you, and much more than a prophet. This is he of whom it is written, Behold, I send my messenger before your face, who will prepare your way before you. For I tell you, among those who are born of women, there is not a greater prophet than John the baptizer. Yet he who is least in God's kingdom is greater than he. When all the people and the tax collectors heard this, they declared God to be just, having been baptized with John's baptism. 
But the Pharisees and the lawyers rejected the counsel of God, not being baptized by him themselves. To what, then, should I compare the people of this generation? What are they like? They are like children who sit in the marketplace and call to one another, saying, We piped to you, and you didn't dance. We mourned, and you didn't weep. For John the baptizer came, neither eating bread nor drinking wine, and you say, He has a demon. The Son of Man came, eating and drinking, and you say, Behold, a glutton and a drunkard, a friend of tax collectors and sinners. Wisdom is justified by all her children. One of the Pharisees invited him to eat with him. He entered into the Pharisee's house and sat at the table. Behold, a woman in the city who was a sinner, when she knew that he was reclining in the Pharisee's house, brought an alabaster jar of ointment. Standing behind at his feet, weeping, she began to wet his feet with her tears, and she wiped them with the hair of her head, kissed his feet, and anointed them with the ointment. Now when the Pharisee who had invited him saw it, he said to himself, This man, if he were a prophet, would have perceived who and what kind of woman this is who touches him, that she is a sinner. Jesus answered him, Simon, I have something to tell you. He said, Teacher, say on. A certain lender had two debtors, the one owed five hundred denarii, and the other fifty. When they couldn't pay, he forgave them both. Which of them, therefore, will love him most? Simon answered, He, I suppose, to whom he forgave the most. He said to him, You have judged correctly. Turning to the woman, he said to Simon, Do you see this woman? I entered into your house, and you gave me no water for my feet. But she has wet my feet with her tears, and wiped them with the hair of her head. You gave me no kiss, but she, since the time I came in, has not ceased to kiss my feet. You didn't anoint my head with oil, but she has anointed my feet with ointment. Therefore I tell you, her sins, which are many, are forgiven, for she loved much. But one to whom little is forgiven loves little. He said to her, Your sins are forgiven. Those who sat at the table with him began to say to themselves, Who is this who even forgives sins? He said to the woman, Your faith has saved you. Go in peace. Father God, so many lessons from the life and ministry of Jesus, if we will only apply them. Salvation that is available even to the worst of us. We are the ones you came to save. And the importance of faith. You can't force salvation or healing or blessings on us. You have offered them freely, but we have to accept them by faith. And we must protect that faith, even if it means sending family and friends away when they doubt. 
you generously give us your righteousness in exchange for our filthy rags, blessings in exchange for curses, eternal life in exchange for death. Thank you, Father. Amen. Thank you for joining us today on Meditating the Word. As we close another chapter in our journey, it's important to remember that understanding the Bible is a process, and we know that faith comes by hearing the Word, and understanding comes through planting that Word in our hearts and meditating on it. Thank you for joining me today. I hope to meet you here again tomorrow and every day as we continue reading the Bible together. This is Cherie reminding you that you are in my prayers. I look forward to spending time with you again tomorrow. Until next time, be blessed and be a blessing.